brilliant inventor Wayne Selinski is back. And this time, he's about to make the biggest scientific breakthrough of his career. Wow, some laugh. Way better than what we had in the attic, huh? And once again, he's sharing the experience with his kids. Power surge! Yeah. <laughs> right, I confess, I did it! Did what? Pick up it the baby. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Got a Sequel Remix. This is episode 253. I'm Mark. He's Mike. I am Mike. You're Mark. And this is episode 253. Yes, it is. I just want to mirror or repeat you. Yeah. It's good information to share with me. <laughs> they want to know who the hosts are. Yep. What episode is it? Repetition, repetition, repetition. Yeah. That's uh. Or is that for practicing things? I don't know. Yeah, that's how, like, uh, John Lovitz, has, yeah, that's why he's so famous. You, know, you, you just you get caught, uh, catchphrase, you just say it a bunch of times, and then people are like, oh, I'm, I know that guy. What is John Lovitz's catchphrase? That's the ticket. That was like an SNL. No. It was like an SNL bet. <laughs> he was like, that's the ticket. <laughs> I would never have associated that with John Lovitz. Oh, yeah, I think it was, uh, I think it was Lovitz back on, uh, I don't know if that was a character he did. See, that's just how it works. He said it enough time. I don't even know what it was a reference to. I just know that John Lovett said that's the ticket once. It's kind of like making copies. Making copies. Rob Schneider. Yep. That's his catchphrase. That's his thing. Yeah. Making copies. Boom. Mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. This is why, um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of a lesser known SNL character. That's why they never went on to. Well, that's probably why they're lesser known. <laughs> Didn't have a catchphrase. So I. You know what? You didn't, you didn't stick out to me. Yeah. You need that repetition. And you see it over and over and over again. And eventually I go, oh, this is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, weather's turning nice. It's, it's officially springtime. Is Yeah. I, did we hit the official day of spring? That's like March 21st. So we did. Yeah. Right? So it is officially. Now it actually feels like spring. Yeah. We hit it a month ago and then it just... Rain, rain, rain. Rain, it was really cold. But I guess rain is spring. Spring. It was just the coldness. Really yeah. That yeah. It was chilly. Cloud gray, gray, yeah. gray. Yeah, we got some uh, eighty degrees here. Uh-huh. Balmy. Need sunglasses. Yeah. You oh. can pull off flip flops and board shorts today, no problem. I wore shorts yesterday. Oh, I got nice. home from work, changed up. I was like, if I'm going to be walking around and not in bed for the next four hours, I'm wearing shorts. You know, do it with short pants do on. Do it with shorts. So work on your tan. Yeah, perfect. Day to stay indoors and watch movies. Yeah, yeah. That's why we exist. <laughs> well, what are you watching? What am I watching? I haven't been watching much over the last week. I did watch. Oh, caught up on Silicon Valley. Oh, okay. Watching some Barry. Yeah. And then I dipped into the first episode of the newest season of Bosch. Okay, season four. Yep. So that's what I've been watching. Nice. Oh, and Westworld. Westworld's back. Westworld's back. Yeah. Robots. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. What timeline are they in? Who's a robot? Who's not a robot? Does he know he's a robot? Yeah. Is there a Cylon involved? Are we robots? What if it is has a crossover with Battlefield or Battlestar Galactica? One can hope. Who they don't know. If what if Battlestar Galactica was just an amusement park? Now we're talking. Yeah. It was Sci-Fi World. Now we're talking. And Battlestar Galactica, that just existed, um, you know, for people to show up and uh, pay money to rape aliens. Yeah. Yeah, Westworld's pretty cool. Yeah. Did you watch it? I watched, like, the first, like, four episodes. Uh, 
for me, I thought it was like, yeah, it's okay. It was confusing. And once I found out that it was about robots, I was like, I don't care about this robot. You're just a robot. <laughs> you, I'm not emotionally attached to you, robot. I don't care about your, your struggles. Were you emotionally attached until they became a robot? Yes. And then the robot thing. Once the reveal severed, happens. Just severed like, the connection. Oh, well, that was just a show about cars. <laughs> it's a show about a refrigerator. You're just a tool. This is why I didn't like cars. I'm down with most Pixar. Like cars? No. You're a machine. I've never seen cars. Oh. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Because I don't buy into talking cars. Right. That's fucking crazy. Where are the people? <laughs> what happened? Then now all the cars... Uh, why are you cars... Well, I guess... I guess... Nah, never mind. I'm going to take back... I'm going to walk back my question. Because I was going to say, why do cars watch other cars race? But I guess we watch people run. Like track. Well, some might. I don't. Yeah. Like, Usain Bolt's pretty famous. I know who he is. He's, he's, he's in the zeitgeist. I've, I've, seen never clips. Seen, I've never seen a race. Uh, you never seen clips of him just running? No. I've seen a clip. It's really fast. It's like 10 seconds. You're done. So, I was like, yeah, I owe it to him. <laughs> I understand that he's fast, yeah. and I respect that. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I will watch Bobsled, though, and that's boring. Well, that's, but, you know, now it's people operating a machine. Not really, though. They're just sliding. They're manipulating this. Nah, you know. not really. Did you go down a tube. You watch Cool Runnings? Yeah, man. They got to get in that bathtub, and then they all had to, like, lean together. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of work. You think uh, you could just take four of Jamaica's fastest sprinters and win the bobsled, but it, it was a lot of hard work, a lot of perseverance. They had to learn a lot about themselves uh, and each other. And John Candy. Yeah, <laughs> and John Candy was there the whole time. Yep. Yeah, to offer, uh, offer us, uh, you know, uh, jokes and stuff. So if you're bobsledding or luging or mm-hmm. skeletoning, whatever your sliding sport yeah, what, of choice what, is. However you, however you choose to get down a hill. Uh, if you just decide, I'm not doing anything, mm-hmm. would you go flying off the course? I mean, the course mm. is a giant, like, tube. Yeah. I know the top's open. I just, I, I don't think you would, no, I think you'd make it to the bottom. I don't think you'd make it to the bottom as uh, quickly. It's like uh, it's you know it's like it's like when you're on a race car. There are certain ways you go into turns, and if you go in those turns, it shaves time off. Where it's like you and I could just get around a racetrack. We just wouldn't do it as fast. So yeah, I think if you just let gravity do the work, you get to the bottom. I think I'd be pretty good at NASCAR. Yeah, like I'm pretty good at taking angles. But, and you know what? I think that's all it is. Yeah, it's just geometry. Taking angles and not hitting another car. Yeah, piece of cake. You've never hit another car. Uh, I have. Oh, wow. I slid into a car in a parking lot. That That is, uh, that's a mark on your NASCAR record. Well, yeah, but I don't NASCAR on solid ice. That's true. Although. You're on hard pack. There's an elephant. There, there, there's, an, there's an element I'd like to see added to NASCAR. Winter NASCAR. Why not? Yeah. I mean, they have, like, hockey is a winter sport. Right. That they play well into the summer. Right. For some reason. Yeah. So why can't we have a summer sport? That would play well into the winter. Yeah. Is NASCAR a sport? People drive in the winter. NASCAR is not a sport. I don't consider it a sport. It's an activity. It's an activity. It, it's, uh, it's something to spectate. It's Yeah, it's a spectacle. Nice. Yeah. There's no, uh, you know, it's no, it's no insult to NASCAR. I have nothing against Dale Earnhardt Jr., but uh, do I think he's an, do I think what he does uh, is a sport? No, I don't. I don't think they're particularly athletic. 
Yeah. I don't think you have to be athletic. I think you have to be small. You do because you they don't have doors. Yeah. You have like, to do that window. I, I would be good at NASCAR if right. they built a car around me. Yeah. But I can't get in and out of the car. Get in and out of that car, yeah. That's the toughest part. Yeah. I can't get in the window. Yeah. You gotta be able to get in the window. That's the first test. Like you wanna do that you wanna be NASCAR, you have a NASCAR school? Yeah. All right. Let me be clear to all the uh, you know NASCAR fans who are upset that I'm not calling your spectacle a sport. Yeah, that's not an insult. I don't consider like uh, CrossFit a sport, and they're doing a lot more athletic movement than NASCAR drivers. It's just still not a sport. No, yeah, I mean, I, I would say that CrossFit is an athletic activity. It's very athletic, but it's not a sport. It's not a sport. In my yeah, in my book, it's not a sport. Yeah, either. I think. I think you need a defense to be a sport. You can't just be lifting things and be like, well, who can lift this the most quickest? I, I, actually, I don't know how to, uh, I don't know how you get a medal at CrossFit. I've flipped through or been to the gym and CrossFit's been on television. But I don't know how you win it. You just, you, you CrossFit harder. You gotta CrossFit harder than the guy next to you. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how, I don't think I have a hard rule on yeah. what a sport is. Is there a defense or not? Yeah. Um, but CrossFit's not a sport. CrossFit's not a sport. NASCAR's not a sport. Yeah. Golf's not a sport. No, golf's not a sport. Very hard, though. Equestrian is not a sport. No. Horse does a lot of work. Shooting is not a sport. No. That's not in the golf. Olympics. Shooting a sport. Hunting, not a sport. Not a sport. Although you hunt for sports, so that's interesting. No, no, that's, that's fine. Yeah. Because that is just... That's just words. Yeah, that's just that's just a word we assign to that activity. <laughs> yeah, for sports, you hunt for sport. Yeah. You're not an athlete because you hunt. Now, the movie, the game, or uh, the dangerous game, that's a sport. I would probably consider that a blood sport. Yeah. Um. Is that a sport? I'm not sure. That's a sport. Yeah. Ice T can play defense. You see, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he can stop you from shooting him. A deer doesn't even know he's in the game. That's a movie I'd like to see redone. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised that concept. I mean, man hunted by hunter. That just seems like something that, that yeah, we should be like, oh, yeah, it's just like that. We, we, we would say, it's not even a remake. But we would all go, oh, it's like that movie, The Game, or The Dangerous Game. And what's it? it was called The Game, right? Well, I, that's a Michael Douglas movie. I th- that's the Michael Douglas movie. Yeah, and there is Dangerous Game. The most dangerous game is the, the short story. That's the story, yeah. I don't know what the Ice-T movie's called. Yeah. It, is it just the Something game? Something game? I don't remember. Yeah. Well, it's That's a no- good movie, though. Yeah. I like it. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to see it again. Law it used Order, to be on uh, TBS a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Law & Order SVU uh, did, a, did a take on that. Oh, really? Yeah. Which uh, is funny, because Ice-T's in that. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. He may have directed the episode. <laughs> <laughs> this guy would kidnap women, uh-huh. uh, export them to his cabin in the woods, yeah. release them, and hunt them. Mm. Very brutal. Very they, brutal. You know what? They should probably change the name then. Even in the Ice T scenario, now that I'm thinking about it, it isn't the most dangerous game. Maybe it's called the most difficult game. It's hard. It, the hardest game? But it's not the most dangerous game. Now, if they gave Ice-T also a gun, or these women, you kidnap a woman, take her to your cabin, you give her a gun, now we're talking dangerous game. But if you just release her into the woods after she's been kidnapped and discombobulated, 
no survival gear. I assume there's no survival gear. I think if you have five hunters yeah. and five hunted, and the hunted have guns also, yeah, then you have a sport. Now you have a sport. Or a war. Yeah. That could be called a war also. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's just, just war. This yeah. is a fight. There's warfare. Yeah. Except there's points. Right. You can score points. And, and there is a winner. And the, and the trophy. Which really makes something a sport. Trophy at the end. Yeah. I would like to see the dangerous game. You, you capture a homeless man. I see. He can, he can revise his role. We bring back Gary Busey. John C. McGinley's in it. Rutger Hauer. Was he in there? Like he was. Right. We, we bring the whole gang back. We release Ice-T into there. We're going to start hunting him. But one of the hunters, he hunts the hunters. Now we got a dangerous game. Mm. The hunters still have to figure out they're being hunted. It'll click eventually. What if... Uh, you have the guy being hunted. Yeah. You have the hunters. Right. And you got the hunter of the hunters. Right. But the guy being hunted, he's also hunting the hunter of the hunters. So you mm. got this vicious circle. Yeah. First one to kill wins. Yeah. You tell him, the, the, the hunted, hey, that guy's your target. You, you, you kill that guy, you get a trophy. So now he's hunting the hunter of the hunter. Yeah. I'd watch that movie. <laughs> That's it. Think we'd find a part for Rick Moranis? Absolutely. I think Rick would be like, um, he'd be like the, rec- the recruiter of the homeless guys yeah. somehow. Very trust, very, yeah. very trustful looking. You know, he comes up to you, you go, I, I can talk to this guy. And then all of a sudden, he lures you into a van, drives you off to some island. <laughs> Drugs you, kick, kicks you out. Yeah. Now you're being hunted. Now you're, hunt- now you're, now you're hunted. This week, Mike and I, we, we, we decided to, I, I think as Mike texted me, show Rick Moranis some love. we got to show Rick Moranis some love. On the heels of Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2, we're like, we need more Moranis in our That's life. That's right. And he is not a man with a, a big catalog. No. I think he gave up acting in like 1995. Uh, very sad story. I believe his wife died. And then he was just like, I'm done. I'm done acting. I'm raising children. So... If you're wondering where Rick Moranis has been, there you go. I kind of, I kind of was. Although those kids have to be adults now. Oh, absolutely. So he might make a resurgence. I bet he looks the same. A, little, a Rick Moranis yeah. renaissance of sorts. He seems like a guy who just look the same. Has he not been in like any indie flick or anything? He must have been in something. I, I'll pull up the ID, but I believe I looked at it leading up to it. And it was like, uh, oh yeah, it just stops at one point. Wow. Maybe some voice acting. Family man. Yeah. We decided to watch uh, 19... Oh, yeah. This is this is the wrong page I'm looking at. 1992's Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, which was the sequel to 1990... Oh, sorry, 1989's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which, of course, starred Rick Moranis. He is a, uh, he is a scientist, uh, which I don't think movies do this anymore, but I, I like watching Honey, I Shrunk the Kids again. Did you rewatch it? I did. I also rewatched it. A uh, couple things I really enjoyed: bumbling sign, in, bumbling inventor. Yep, that's great. Good I love, stuff. I love a bumbling. I, I love a bum. I love an inventor who, in throughout his home, has a bunch of his weird inventions, yep. which always seems to involve uh, a, a strainer, a metal strainer. 
Uh, that actually was in Ghostbusters. We've seen... When you make your own brain thing. We've seen probably, what, three three inventors so far in our our mm. shows? Yeah. If you can count Ghostbusters stuff. Uh, Honey, I Shrunk Kids. Kids. Solinsky. Yep. Gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah, there was there was an inventor. Gremlins. Yep, he was a he was a do it yourself. Yep, that's yeah. the three I'm thinking of. Yeah, I. Uh, I think we end up doing Back to the Future eventually. Oh, because I got the alert that they're all on HBO Go. So right now you can stream Honey I Shrunk the Kids and Honey I Boop the Kids on HBO, and all three Back to the Futures are also on HBO. So roll it up. Yeah. Call it Saturday. Yeah, I'd watch it. So yeah, we're, we're definitely going to do that. But I love homemade inventions. Yeah. I also love uh, an animated uh, credit sequence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was fun. It is <laughs> I interesting. that. It is interesting. Kind of letting you know, hey, here's what to expect from the movie. Yeah. So when I started watching Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the first thing that hit me was, wow, that... Opening Disney jingle mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah, the, the, the castle. Yeah, okay. It is so good. Yeah, and I enjoyed it so much. I backed it up, re re listened to it, mm-hmm. and then I thought, you know what? I don't watch enough Disney movies. Yeah, that little. Yeah. Let me that your uh, text alert. So good. Yeah. So good. It is a Disney movie. It is a. It was a PG movie. Which I had no idea it was a Disney movie. Right. It was. Um, so it stars Rick Moranis. He has some children. He is an inventor working on a shrink ray. Uh, he goes. He goes into the science behind it. But that's essentially what it is. It's a shrink ray. Uh, he is away for the day. His wife's out of town. Kids get into some shenanigans and get shrunk and end up in the backyard. They have to make their way back into the house and then along the way encounter a bunch of adventures. Yep. Because they're tiny. They are a quarter of an inch tall. The sprinklers is... Everything's a hazard when you're that, that tall. Uh, what did you think of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Loved it. Yeah. Still loved it. It had been a long time since I watched it. 15 years, probably. I absolutely that. thought it was awesome. Yeah. I think we're too deep underground to get Rick Moranis' IMDb. Yeah, I, had I had so, it. Yeah, see what his last acting credit was. Rick Moranis' last acting credit was uh, 2007, a TV movie. Okay. Bob and Doug's McKenzie's 2-4... Um, Doug and Bob McKenzie's 2-4 anniversary. So Bob and Doug McKenzie are the famous characters from... Um, what's it called? Up North? Oh, yeah. The... Um, uh, yeah. That's not what it's called. No. But the... Uh, his Canadian TV thing. Yeah, the you know, the hosers and the beer yeah. and the... Uh, is that like SCTV? No, what? The Strange Brew. Strange Brew. So Strange Brew are the McKenzie's. Okay. So apparently they did some TV movie, Oh, you know, some sort of anniversary thing. Yeah. Oh, seven. Um, two, four anniversary, so 24 years, okay. maybe. That was it. Oh, seven. Man. All, before that, Brother Bear uh, movies. Okay. Voice acting, tons of animated voice acting, yep. all the way back until we get to Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves in 1997. That was his last, that was his last physical, like, live action credit. Yeah. Yep. Man, that's crazy. 
It is. In tw- 2007, he does a little special commemorating this, this character. And then now it's 2018. It's 11 years later. No Rick Moranis in our life. He's just gone. Yeah. Man, he had some big hits. Oh, the Ghostbusters. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. Strange Brew. My Blue Heaven, which is a movie I I enjoy. <laughs> Showed it to my wife. She did not seem to that's enjoy what, it as uh, much. Steve Martin, Steve Martin as a mobster. That's right. There's a remake. Take a mobster. Witness protection. He ends up in San Diego. He, he, Hilarity ensues. Uh, little Giants. Little Giants. L.A. Story. Yeah. With Steve, again. Um, what else we got here? Spaceballs. Spaceballs. The man, man. Little Shop of Horrors. Did you mention that? No, but Little Shop of Horrors. Brewster's Millions. I didn't even know he was in Brewster's Millions. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's a Richard Pryor movie where uh, I think I think the idea is that he gets uh, he gets money, but he has to spend it all in a month, but can't have anything to show for it at the end. Oh, I never saw it. Maybe I have but seen it. It's one that. of those movies. I was like, oh yeah, it sounds. Familiar. I have seen that. And so, then yeah. yeah, the SCCT, SCTV stuff mm. leading into Strange Brew. Strange. Yeah, we didn't. Even, what well, happened, Rick? So here we are in the nineties, top of his game. We named all those movies. Here he is, family man, inventor, shrinks his kids. He has to help find them. Uh, really, he doesn't do a great job because they just end up back in his lap or in a cereal, to be more specific, and then he blows them back up. I so I rewatched this movie, and as a child, I did not like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And so going into it, I go, it's going to go one of two ways. I'm either going to like it more because I'm a little older and appreciate it, um, or I'm going to say this didn't hold up to me when I was five, and it doesn't hold up to me at 32. Uh, and I enjoyed it. Good. I think original Honey, I Shrunk the Kid, I just caught it too young, where I was just like, nah, this isn't a cartoon. Mm. This is a uh, rewatching it. Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. That's a family movie. There's jokes for the there's jokes for the parents. Yeah. There's jokes for the kids. There's 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 a there's a heart to the story. There's a giant ant. There's a scorpion. The whole concept is very cool. If you're a if you're a young person. Yep. Uh, and it looked really good. 1989. I buy that those kids are shrunken, and everything else is gigantic. The sets were. Really, yeah. it, it must have been really fun being on that set. Oh, walking up and just seeing like a uh, three-story Lego. The sets were really cool. Yeah. And even to this day, watching it, I'm like, you know, that still looks pretty good. Yeah. It, it yeah. I mean, obviously, now this whole, it would just be shot in front of a green screen. Right. And, um, right. I'd go, whatever, it's all computers. But yeah, I, I, I'm like, you know, that actually looks pretty good. And that's. That's the magic of practical effects. Yes. They still look good. Yeah, because going into them watching Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, it also looked good in some parts, but there were some parts where I was like, uh, there's like some special computer special effects that's like, it, it's too early, it just didn't look right. Yeah. The the kid kind of growing, but then there were just times where you can be like, oh, he's just on a shrunken set and it looks <laughs> yeah. fun. Like, yeah. they just took Vegas and made it small, or they built a, a town, you know, so that it makes him look like he's 14 feet tall. That stuff looked good, but then, yeah, there was just some shrinking 
stuff, or uh, I was like, oh, that doesn't look as good as 1989's Honey, I Right. So Honey, Honey I Shrunk the Kids, huge success. It uh, made a bunch of money. They went into, uh, they wanted to get a sequel right away. It Did I write down? I didn't, I didn't write down. Uh, other than that, it was a huge moneymaker. I didn't write down what it was for the comedy. What do you think got on Rotten Tomatoes? 1989. 89? I'd say that's probably around uh, like a 72. 75. 75%. Made $222 million worldwide. They got to get a sequel. Yeah. So they get a sequel in the works three years later. It actually wasn't, the script wasn't meant to be a sequel to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. It was actually its own standalone movie called Big Baby. Oh. Uh, but... You got Rick Moranis. You say we're going to attach him to it, and we'll just rewrite everything to yeah. make it seem like it was this family. Yeah, we can we can make this work. Yeah, with our our current situation. So the movie takes place five years later, even though it only came out three years later. Uh, Rick Moran, the oh, I didn't write down the last names. The Zelensky's. Zelensky's. The Zelensky's. Yeah, moved to Nevada. Wayne Rick Moranis' character is a. He's a big shot inventor. Gets a job with a uh, sells his invention. Agency. Sells his invention to a lab, yeah, of sorts. You know, JPL or something, right? Some something of that nature. They're harnessing his tech. Yep, uh, working on a uh, a growth ray now. Yeah, is I mean that's that's the natural progression. Hey, you can make things small, but can you make things real big. But he did, because he made the small little kids back to normal size. Yeah. Yeah, working on that tech. Uh, and now he has a baby, two-year-old, two I, I don't know, I'm bad at ages. Kid could have been nine. I'd say that know. kid was, the kid was two. Two. A two-year-old baby gets hit with the growth ray, and now he's trying to figure out how to uh, shrink his kid back as uh, he continues to grow, eventually getting up to be, I don't know, 50 feet. Real big. I'm really bad at height. Huge. He was huge. He was 100 feet, man. Gigantic baby. Yeah. It was like Kong Skull Highland. Yes. Biggest baby you ever seen. Uh, wreaks havoc on the streets of Vegas. And uh, all the while, you know, government agencies, police, they're all trying to capture this baby and shrink it back down to size. That is, uh, honey, I blew up the kids. Uh, you had seen this before? Yes. Yeah. This, we had a VHS of this movie. Um, so, I, I feel like it was just a movie I watched a lot. Yeah, you just throw it in. Yeah, Honey, I Blew Up the Baby. Oh, honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Yep. Originally, it was called Honey, I Blew Up the Baby, but they felt there might be negative backlash <laughs> for that, so they called it The Kid. Right. Honey, I, I mean, it seems, yeah, I mean, if you just saw a title and didn't know the context yeah. and said, I blew up a baby, uh, eh. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. I blew up the kid? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, kids are fuckers. Blow blew up a baby? No, no sir. Baby. So this movie comes out uh, Big July opening It was the number one movie Of that opening weekend Beating out uh, A League of Their Own Boomerang, Universal Soldier And Sister Act So, Wow Fun, fun time in uh, in July were, were those Not all no. those opened League, League of Their Own was in their third week Right uh, This was back in the day When like one movie would come out Right And Sister Act must have been a few weeks Eight, too. Eighth week yeah. Yes uh, It ended up being the fourth highest grossing PG movie of 1992 behind Home Alone 2, Sister Act, A League of Their Own. And okay. so yeah, we got Honey, I Boop the Kids, followed by House Sitter, and then Beethoven. 
So, great time to be a family in 1992. Yes, a lot of good family movies back yeah. then. You, you, you see a sequel to Home Alone 2. Did we do that? We never did that. We never did Home Alone it was, 2. It was... We had our Christmas on our calendar. We decided to. We moved it. We waited. We're going to wait till next Christmas for yeah. that one. Um, Sister Act. There's a sequel to that. We're going to do that one. For love sure. Sister Act. Yeah. I don't know about Sister Act too, but I love Sister Act. That's we're great. definitely we're definitely doing that. Yeah. We're definitely going to do that just so we can watch Sister Act again. Yeah. League of Their Own. No sequel needed. Great movie. Just went to one season, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They had to play like four seasons. I, I don't know. I think just one. They tell you at the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, historically, yeah. I yeah. think the movie's just one, too. I've heard that they're going to turn that into a show. I think they're big for a good television show. Leave yeah, sure. On. Women's baseball. Yeah. Yeah, watch that. Uh, house Sitter. I don't know what House Sitter is. I don't either. Yeah. So, House Sitter. That was number five, and then Beethoven. House Sitter is probably like a... Like a was it had Goldie Hawn in it? Oh, I was thinking um, that comedian... That was in the, uh, what's his name? Sinbad. That oh, that's Sinbad? the house guest. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the house guest. And that movie was on all the time, and I love the house guest with Sinbad <laughs> and, um, oh, man, the, uh, the SNL actor. Is that like Phil Hartman? Phil Hartman. Okay. Oh, and he's pretending to be his long-lost childhood friend so he can get away from, like, mobsters. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... That's that's a fun movie. <laughs> they should make a sequel to that. <laughs> or re- it's about time we remake House Guest. <laughs> so, what were thoughts rewatching Honey? I blew up the kid so close to watching Honey I Shrunk the Kid. I literally back to back these suckers. Yeah. Um, I did. I, I gave myself maybe a five minute break. Yeah, which was easy because they're ninety minutes long. Very short. So, I think Honey I Blew Up the Kid starts strong. Yeah, it starts well. I'm bummed that the Thompsons weren't in it. Yeah. Especially the dad. That was going to be one of my questions. Where are the Thompsons? And then they answer it. They moved. They moved. The Zelensky's moved. The Zelensky's moved. Yeah. yeah. Moved to Vegas. You don't move with your friends. Right. Or your neighbors. So, that bummed me out because I really like the dad. He he was great. Yeah. He, he was a, uh, he, he was a, uh, he, he'd get like a six man of the year award or like some sort of like role player. Yeah. He, he was great. He was really good. Yeah. He's not Rick Moranis, but you need a guy come in there, just make every scene he's in. Yeah, which is interesting because as as like when I said to you, we got to show our buddy Rick some love. Yeah. The, I didn't remember. It's more about the kids. It is, and I was like, Rick was in it, and he had some stuff. I'm like, man, how does he the headline on this? Yeah. Because that they needed somebody with a name, right? You know, Spaceballs was huge. I don't know if it was big when it came out, but uh-huh. like Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, yeah, they had Ghostbusters. Yeah. But then I, I thought, man, like he's screen time is mm-hmm. it's all these kids, yeah. So, yeah, I think I think Honey I Blew Up the Kids started strong uh-huh. and was okay, but then it reached a point where the they would not end the movie. It just kept... Yes. More, it, the baby just kept getting bigger. Yeah. And another twist that, oh, we can't shrink the baby because of this. Mm. And then another one. I'm like, just end this damn shit. I thought it was so funny when the, the, the baby initially grew. Yeah. He's like rampaging the house. Yeah. The dad yep. and the... Seven foot baby is hilarious. Yes. Yeah. The dad and the and his son yeah. and the mom comes home and it's just like this debacle... That was really funny. Yeah. 
But then the baby grew again. Again, yeah. And again. And then a young Carrie Russell shows up. Yeah. And the baby grew again. Uh, first role for a young Carrie Russell. <laughs> now killing it on the, the Americans yep. here. So, she owes it to this. That's right. She owes <laughs> She owes her career to Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Yeah. This. So, this movie is followed up by another sequel. Uh, you just read the year. 1996, right? Was that the last? 97 was... 97, Honey, I Shrunk Ourselves. Ourselves. And that went straight to... VHS or straight to video release. I feel if you would have given this movie like two more years, it although it was a huge, it was a huge movie. It followed up, but it it played more like a oh yeah, this is like a Disney direct to home video movie. It, it's cute for the kids, but yeah, there, there wasn't. Like, it's it's kind of like going Air Bud to Air Bud Two. Yeah, that's what it was. So when when did this one come out? Ninety two. So three years after the first, yeah, and then. Five years until the third. Right. Little bigger gap. What slowed them down for a third movie so much, do you think? You I, think, because the first was massive, yeah. this one was big, you think they would have just fired up a third one right yeah. away. Nothing to, yeah, it was, uh, I, I don't have the number, but fourth highest grossing PG movie, uh, and, you know, it's a Disney release, so that's got to count for something when you're yeah. Disney. Uh, yeah, five years later. Nothing to base this theory off of, I didn't do any research. My guess, Rick Moranis becomes a huge, colossal dick. Okay. Thinks he's big time, super Hollywood. My Blue Heaven, maybe not the best movie in the world. <laughs> he comes crawling back to Disney. Now, here's a lovely man. Yeah. Moranis. Yeah, I don't... Uh, well, I mean, at this point... the ki- So, I remember Honey, I Shrunk Ourselves. Slightly. So, it's a teenage Adam, who is the baby of... He's the blown up baby. He's the blown up baby, and so yeah. he's like a teenager now. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I want to say he's like it. a teenage boy. Um, yeah, why? Why not? Maybe they just felt they ran ran their course with uh, with that, or maybe I mean Rick Moranis the star. You can't do these without him. So does he just want to go do other things? Not want to do another Honey I Shrunk the Honey I did something to a child. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Yeah. That was a much darker movie. Honey, I'd done something to a child. <laughs> yeah. F- yeah, it was five years later. It goes straight to video. I, I, so, I, I wrote this one down. Is this the right sequel to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Or did Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves actually make more sense for a follow-up? That is an interesting question. Yeah. Do we want more of what I... what The best parts of what I thought were Honey, I Shrunk the Kids... Great set pieces. That's the thing. I, I feel like the shrunken kids within yeah. the yard just... Yeah. You, you can be so much more creative yeah. in their interactions right. and encounters. Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, it takes place uh, entirely in the house. So he has new neighbors that also get... So it's him, his wife, neighbors, they get shrunk down. Now the four of them have to try to get the children to uh, quit, make, quit doing drugs and, and listen to I rock wanna, music. So, it's been a while since I've seen it. I want to say that a young Adam throws a party because his parents are away. <laughs> and they are there and they are trying to get their attention so they can be big again. And then like a kid passes out and then they have to like feed him a banana. And that was like a big 
story in the movie was that this kid had like low blood sugar or something, and then <laughs> Adam figures out that bananas have potassium and feed him potassium, and then the parents are overseeing this all. And they're like, "Wow, our kids are really grown up." It's an interesting. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. an interesting watch. <laughs> Spoiler alert for uh, Honey We Shrunk Ourselves, but yeah, Honey, I I blew up the baby or the kid. I just um, the like I said, the first 40 minutes I'm fine with, but then after a while it's just too much growing, too much growing. You can't do the fun, although the Vegas was. He should have got to Vegas sooner, but even that only should only last like five minutes. He was spent too much time in Vegas. I think leading up to, yeah, it just it just kept going on and on. Yeah. Oh, okay, he, he put down the car. Oh, wait, we need him to pick the car Keep back up. up yeah. Shit like that. I was like, come on. Carrie Russell spends uh, a good 40 minutes in that kid's pocket. She escapes that pocket twice. <laughs> she just has to keep. Like, it's like, uh, well, we need we need something for her and the other kid to do stuff. So we're gonna have them do stuff, but you got to end up back in the pocket, right? That, that's how that works. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I did like they're in the pocket, mm-hmm. and she, Carrie Russell's like, "Oh, there's something next to my foot," and then they start digging down in the pocket, yeah. and they're just pulling out giant things. I'm like, "You just notice those? Yeah, you just notice that something was by your that foot. giant." Like butterscotch candy or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, peppermint, cherry or something. Because you've been in that pocket for yeah. like, like six hours. But that's <laughs> true. But also, great visual. Yeah, yeah. And again, that's what makes the movie great. Yeah. Pulling out a giant butterscotch candy, or whatever he offers to split with her, well, like an M M&M and M. Right. And whatever, Sean diet yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's she right. Says. What does this movie do better than Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Mm. I'm also working on new questions to like kind of structure the show. <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't spring these. I, I didn't uh, share these with Mike before, but uh, this is gonna be a question I'm gonna be asking going what forward. What does it do better? Yeah, um, we kind of have the question, make a case for it, but sequels are weird. That what does it? Do I'll tell you my answer better? while you ponder it. Morick Moranis. They found that he was the star. You watch on the kids and you do forget he's not in it that much. There is more Rick Moranis. This one, right. they're like, we need Rick Moranis in every other scene. And I like him. I feel that. Yeah. I, uh, man, I guess, like, I couldn't, until you mentioned that, I couldn't have named anything. No. It does better. So it's either doing it the same yeah. or not as good, in my opinion. Yeah. The uh, and you know they didn't have to do this in the first one, but I do enjoy Seven Foot Baby running through the house. I thought that was, I thought that part was really that's, the, that's great. the best part of the movie. Yeah, is Seven Foot Baby. Yep. Yeah, I thought that was really great. Um, they they got the funky playpen. Yeah, they built the playpen slash cage. He'll always get out of it. Though. Always gets out. If this movie were to be remade. Who's the new? Who who's are now? Who's the new Rick Moranis? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, huh? <laughs> yeah. I think I name him every time. He, every time, <laughs> who would do that? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, yeah. Um, I'd see. I'd see, I don't know. Is he? He's ready for a family movie. Yeah, absolutely. It's the family. Bring bring everybody along. He's an inventor. I mean, it's the same story. He's an inventor. He's got his laugh. Blows up his baby. Uh, I mean, you can even do both of them. You know who would could do it? Yeah. Uh, Jason Sudeikis. Oh, yeah. I like a good Sudeikis. family movie dad. He's Sudeikis, probably done it though, before. Sudeikis is very, in this, I feel like Sudeikis is very handsome. 
I think he's very uh, sarcastic too. Yeah, he's, he's kind yeah. of a dick. Like he kind of has that like yeah. He's, um, I say it'll probably be Kevin Hart when they remake this. Okay, but what's Rain Wilson doing? Can we give him another shot at movies? Oh, Rain Wilson, that'd be good. Yeah, let's give Rain Wilson. They wrote, uh, they'll probably swap genders. Zoe Deschanel, she's an inventor. Puts on that weird uh, colander helmet and uh, has to look for her kids with her big bug eye glasses. Yeah, she's uh, she's kind of she's got that Moranis quirkiness yeah. to her. New Girl's ending. Yeah, what's she gonna do? Time to remake Honey. We blew up the baby, and you start with that one. Yeah, we're not talking about remaking Honey. I the kids. We're talking about remaking Honey. I blew up the kid. Yeah. blew up the kid. So uh, yeah, this seems like again another story. I was like. Why aren't there more giant babies? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, you can do this again. It, you, you know, it'd be animated, I'm sure. Yeah. People really like Boss Baby. That's a weird transit. Tra- but is that a, is that a big movie? Was Boss Baby big? Nominated for an Academy Award. That threw me off. For what? Best animated movie. No. Yeah, Boss Baby. Right, because you see the trailer, you go, oh, that looks stupid. So... Nominated for Academy Award. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> but I'm kind of rude for it. <laughs> uh, just so it can say, 2017 Academy Award winner, Boss Baby. <laughs> uh, but, like, I know parents who have babies, and they're like, oh, you know what's really, really, really funny? Boss Baby. <laughs> like, no. There's no way Boss Baby's funny. They're like, no. It's funny. Boss Baby's hilarious. <laughs> so, honey I, honey, I Blew Up the Baby. It'd probably be animated now. Giant Baby. Yeah... You don't do the practical effects anymore, and that's what makes these movies so good. Or at least worth watching. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It would either be green screen. I mean, no one's impressed by Paul Rudd being Ant-Man. Did you watch it? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, man. Age of Ultron or whatever. Wait, what's next? Infinity Gauntlet. It's next. I'm out of town this weekend, so... Take an iPad with you? <laughs> <laughs> While you're camping, pull out. I really gotta get so, Ant-Man in. The, the thing that I really enjoyed with this movie yeah. is... I want to know how long they had a camera on that kid just playing mm. to get all the reactions, all the shots. Yeah. There's times where he cries. Yeah. You know, it seemed pretty natural to me. Yeah. Well, back then you could just like pinch a kid. The, yeah, maybe they just, just, pinch just, a baby. just pinched him. It was two, now, as most babies are in a movie, twins. So I guess you got two cameras right there. Oh, it was twins? Yeah, twins. Twins play the baby. Um,. Rick Moranis did improvise most of his scenes with the baby and was just playing off of, uh, as a great improviser does, he was just playing off what the baby would give him. Nice, yeah. yeah. Can yeah. we say that? You know he does? Yes, ands it. He doesn't throw a fit, say this baby's not reading the lines, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just, uh, just roll with it. Yeah. You think, yeah, uh, in this movie, you think it was just a lot of baby in front of green screen and they'll, they'll put him in something later? Um, how many tiny sets do you think they have? I'm not sure about the Vegas. I think the Vegas thing was probably mostly green screen. Yeah. Um, I think they made a lot of small furniture. Yeah. And said, "Hey, baby, throw that chair," or just. I think they had. I think the household stuff. Yeah. Was small, and practical stuff. Yes. I don't. I think the exterior scenes were most likely green screen. Mm-hmm. Except I do think that they, maybe they had some small houses or small cars. Yeah. And, you know, walked uh, amongst. And probably made giant shoes. Yes, they definitely made giant shoes. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd giant be fun. Adidas. <laughs> yeah, giant red Adidas. Yep. 
Yeah, you gotta have cool kicks. Think Adidas pays for that? They go, we're making a sequel, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. It's like that, but bigger. Your logo's gonna be everywhere, and I got Nike on the line. What are you offering, Adidas? Oh, it was it was definitely a product plug for yeah. sure. Because and, and a good one. I did a lot of that from the movie. It was just like, man. I, guess I like the kids' kicks. I like his Adidas. Yeah, they're good-looking shoes. And whoever made that that bunny that kept getting bigger, they paid a lot too. Yeah, big bunny brand or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. Big, big bunny brand. <laughs> yeah, deep in their pockets. I I was a little bummed that the daughter was just in it for two minutes. Because mm-hmm. uh, I really I thought she was really good in the first one. I really liked her. Yeah. And I was bummed that she was like, hey, we got you for five minutes. Okay, see ya. And really, you know, as you, as you said, it is about the children. If, if this movie was based on, or if the first movie was based off of screen time lines, who actually is the star of the movie, it'd be her and then Ron. Yeah. Like, those are the leads of the movies. Yep. If they remade Honey, I Shrunk the Kid now, the two biggest actors they would get would be for those two roles. Yeah. It would star, like, Selena Gomez and a kid from... Uh, Teen Wolf, the <laughs> the MTV show, not the uh, not the movie. Yeah, I don't know if you were aware. Teen Wolf is now on MTV. It's a drama. I I think I was aware. Yeah, so they'd get one of those kids. Yeah, I mean the kid the the son in the first movie was really good. Yeah, funny man of science. Blah blah blah. Pretty funny. Oh, uh, we talking a young uh, a young Nick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young Nick was good. Young Nick was good. Okay, and blow up. Okay in the second one. Yeah. Same kid. Yep, same guy. But, yeah, I wish the daughter would have been in the second one more. Yes. Uh, so, as I said, this movie was originally called Big Baby. Already had a script. They reworked it to uh, incorporate the family. All I got in the IMDb trivia, so take that for what it is, there wasn't a role for the daughter. So, instead of writing her out, they had that opening scene. Mm. So, that's pretty messed up. Why can't she yeah. just be the... Well, do you need the love... I guess you gotta get Carrie Russell in a movie. But could it just been Nick and his sister in that same scenario? Show love to just have, have the star of your first movie, and you're just like, "Sorry, we don't have a role for yeah, you." Yeah, or, or or just, "Hey, I need you to come home from college for yeah. the weekend and babysit the and babysit your brother." Exactly, and then she well, comes home. Hijinks and Sue. Baby's already blown. It, it's it's the Carrie Russell role. Yeah, except uh, they don't make out at the end. Yeah, yeah. She obviously. comes home from the door, passes out. Hilarity ensues, and now she ends up in a pocket, and then back in the pocket, and then out of the pocket. <laughs> Find candy in the pocket. <laughs> She's yeah. on a diet. She's on a diet, though. <laughs> Doesn't want to share the candy. Uh, back in the pocket again. Yeah. That's, that's how that goes. Yeah. No no room for her. And then, yeah, I, I do I do miss the Thompsons. Yeah. Tom, yeah. Could they not have been vacationing in Vegas? Mm, that would have been good. Just been there? I think Maybe, uh... Oh, here we go again, and then that's it. I would like to. I would like to watch the movie where the Thompsons actually go on their fishing trip. Yeah, I think that could be a good movie. Invites uh, invites Zelensky's. Zelensky's yeah. with it in terms of like the great outdoors. Eighty dollar deposit. Yeah. If you could find a reason to get the neighbor, eighty dollar deposit. That was a part of the movie. Uh, watching the first one, there were just things where I was like. That seems like such a big deal. Like, the yard, they, he calculates how far away they are, and it's like, it's 3.2 miles. Now, obviously, a bunch of stuff happens to keep him from there, but I just go, it's not that far. <laughs> like, I mean, had you not inc- encountered a lawnmower, the sprinkler, all that, it's like, it's an hour walk. You can get there, it's fine. Uh, and then, $80, like, 
it's not that much money. Your kids are missing, you jerk. <laughs> Non-refundable. Yeah. It was like a $300 deposit, you know. <laughs> now for inflation. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, they found a reason to get uh, the neighbor from Gremlins into Gremlins 2. You tell me you can't find a role for the Thompsons. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So, Honey, I sh- blew up the kid. Would you like to see a sequel or a remake to this? Knowing that there is a sequel that you have not seen. No. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Any interest to see, now that you've back-to-back these two movies, you're kind of on a little Rick Moranis kick. Any interest in seeing, honey, I we shrunk ourselves? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I want to know about this potassium deal. Why is it not on HBO with the other two? <laughs> I, I'm actually kind of interested to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. You got to find it somewhere. Find that in the, in the $3 bin at Walmart? Yeah. Uh, so, honey, I blew the kid. Did we need it? Yeah. I think we did need I it. I think... Because of the success of Honey, I this maybe this isn't the movie we wanted, but they should have. Yeah, we did need a sequel yeah. too. Absolutely, there's just more to do with that with that shrink ray. It was so cool. I think Honey, we shrunk ourselves. That should have been the actual sequel. Was like, well, now I want to see the adults get shrunk down. I just want to see more people shrunk and have to, you know. Hey, look at that uh, spool of uh, thread. It's gigantic to me. Exactly. You know? That stuff's fun. Yeah, it's it's much more creative and, and cool. Yeah, where it's just like, you know. I mean, Honey, I Blew the Kid, it had to be set in Vegas. You just needed a giant guitar and a... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, where else is he going to go? They had to move to Vegas. They had to move to Vegas. You can't just have him walk around a normal city. <laughs> There's no guitar. Yeah. I have no reference for that. Yeah. Got this whole guitar scene going here. Yeah. So, I was a little confused at the beginning um, mm. when they show Nick shredding on that guitar. Yeah. And then he stopped shredding and the music kept playing. So, was he not playing at all? Was he just, like, faking it? Playing along to a record. Oh, okay. Yeah, people yeah. do that. People do that, right? Yeah. So, but he wasn't plugged in. No. Yeah. So, he's he's just, he's playing along to a record, you know. Playing it acoustic. Getting acoustic, you know, just kind of getting a feel for it. And then, uh, I thought that was going to play more into it. Nick's uh, maybe pulling away from his dad who embarrasses him maybe pulling away from the science but he gets in that lab man he's right back in it yeah, Nick yeah. knows what's up yeah man of science rock and roll you know dreams be damned yeah man of, man of science I know how to make this laser not so hot or whatever <laughs> he had to do with the coke bottle yeah. filter hit filter oh. the ray that was convenient when the guy was like here's your coke didn't bring him a can that movie could have gone on for another 20 minutes <laughs> Now you're going to go find a bottle. Yeah. You need a Coke bottle. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, uh, would you recommend? I, I don't even know if that's a question I asked. Should we watch this? We already answered Yeah, watch it. Oh, no. We did answer it. We did need a sequel. I just don't know if, if yeah, I mean, I don't people think would enjoy the, this. I don't think it's the, the right sequel, but I think it's okay. Yeah. Stands up as its own. It's okay. We got a, we got a kooky, funny villain kind of guy. And, oh. And this, it doesn't bother me. It's just a weird thing that happens in these type of movies. When your arch nemesis, the, the the villain in these movies is works alongside you, doesn't like doesn't like Wayne for some reason trying to get him fired. They work in a lab. Who he doesn't have the authority authority to interfere in a police matter where they're trying to stop his baby from killing people. <laughs> they had those military contracts, Mark. <sighs> you know what? When you got a military contract, yeah, you got power. When he gets fired, who's the guy who's like, "You're not fired." 
I was like, who's that guy? <laughs> Doesn't uh, Lloyd Bridges own... He's the boss. <laughs> I feel like he gets to say. Yeah, those are always weird. When it's just like... I feel like this guy... I get You want to keep him around. He's, he's, he's the foil for this. He's wielding too much power. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. wielding too much power. Yeah. Uh, so... Those are always weird. When he tells the cop, I want this man arrested. I was like, you, you can't do that. <laughs> the cop's like, on what charge? I was like, why would you even ask him? You're the cop in this situation. He's not a lawyer. He's... Kids want him arrested. Big takeaway, though. I, Honey, I Shrink the Kids, I think that's right up there with any other family family movie. It's, uh... I think it's super should, good. Should make the rotation. Yeah. yeah. If you have thoughts on Honey, I Shrunk the Kids... If uh, you have any other plot points from Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves that I'm missing out, probably a lot. They get in the speaker at one point. I think that, that plays a role. Yeah, it's a house party. Or no, maybe the music's too loud, but they're tiny, so it's like, oh, it's too much oh, for them. my ears. Yeah. Uh, it's good. Maybe it was a fly again. They have to, like, ride a fly. That's, that's, <laughs> oh, man, there's so many bees. So many bees in the first one. <laughs> That was a swarm of bees we gave into his yard. Uh, you can email us at dbtgpodcast.gmail.com or find us on Facebook at dbtgpodcast, Twitter, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, everywhere you find podcasts. If you like it, rate it, share it with a friend. If someone's never seen Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, say, hey, listen to these guys first. They don't give away too many spoilers. You get it from the t- The title gives way more spoilers than you. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. It yeah. gives away the whole movie. Honey. There's a significant other. You know that much. You know he didn't get divorced or his wife didn't die between the three movies. Because obviously there's a honey. I, the lead, blew up the kid. That speaks for itself. There you have you it. You know what happens. Yep. Yeah. So that'll do for this week. Uh, do we decide what we're doing next week? No. Yeah, we, we, we got a little, uh, we're taking a normal break and then we'll come back to Super Troopers 2. Yeah. No colon. Super Troopers 2. Yeah. So we'll be back. Another theatrical. Another, yeah, it's summertime. Summertime. This is what we're bringing you. Do you want to know if you should go see Super Troopers 2? Spend your $10? We'll let you know. Hopefully it's still in theaters by the time the episode drops. <laughs> I don't know. They, sometimes they go quick. They, yeah. Although, they if we had done an episode on Black Panther, still in theaters. Yep. We'll keep, you could have yep. listened to our episode three months later. <laughs> and been like, oh, I guess I'll go to the theater this week and see Black Panther 2. Or Black Panther. Still playing. Yeah. So that's it for this week. We'll be back next week. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guy's Sequel and Remix. Watch out for the shrink ray. Oh, no!